What's up? This is NS Scanner from your Boston Celtics and I just want to say what's up to my boy Gally over at Bean Town Action. I hope you guys are doing well. See you at one of my games. What up? This is Dwight Howard. You're listening to my boy Chris Gally here on Bookie Nights Podcast. What's up guys? Brian Scalabrini, aka Scal, and I want to give a huge shout out to my boy Gally and the rest of the crew over at Bookie Nights, alright? For the White Mamba, I'm out of here. See ya. Let's go, B-Town action. Hello, everyone. This is Bruce Buffer, and you're hanging out with my friend, Chris Galley. And now, it's time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back. Season 2 of Wix Picks, season 102 of the NFL. New season for you. We have a new format for you as well. No more pickums. We are going to give you a legit bet for every single game. It is Friday night, so we're a bit behind the eight ball. Uh, but great game last night, Craig. What'd you think? I thought it was a pretty good game for the most part. Very entertaining. Uh, never count out TB12. That's all I got to say. Yeah, never, never a doubt in uh, anyone's mind. Everyone had them uh, to, to win the. the Everyone had them to win the game last night. Uh, the spread, however, I actually like the spread at seven plus seven and a half for the Cowboys. And, and when it went up to plus nine and a half, I completely froze up and had to change my pick to the under because it opened up at 50 and a half, and I kind of liked the game to go under. And then it went, went up to 52 and a half. And we were both on the under, and, uh, you know, you guys watched the game. To be honest with you, I really thought it was going to be under 52 and a half just for the sole purpose of how Tampa Bay's defense was last year. I felt like their defense really controlled games last year where um, that first game, man, it was it was a complete shootout. Um, yeah, absolutely. And uh, their defense got a little banged up last night as well. A couple of people went out almost immediately, and then Dak Prescott doing Dak Prescott things, absolutely picking on Dean and Adams last night, just carving them up. Yeah, he, that was really great to see Dak come back strong like that. I mean, that's coming from a Giants fan too. Um, I mean, you hate to see people get injured like how we did last year, but uh, he came back pretty strong last night. And, I, geez, as a Giants fan, if he plays like this all season, he could be a problem. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, um, I was actually rooting for the Cowboys to win. You know, like they were so close. Fucking Legatron. Yeah. Bite your tongue. Oh, whatever. Legatron, dude. I think he he cost them the game. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I honestly think at at the end there, um, people are going to be talking about it for a couple weeks, I'm sure, until they have different topics to talk about. But it definitely looked like uh, Godwin pushed off OPI all day. OPI all day. 100%. And shame on the refs. Uh, They definitely need to stay consistent with their calls throughout the year. I feel like defensive pass interference definitely gets called a lot more than offensive pass interference. Yeah, they were calling like questionable, uh, you know, they were making questionable calls to get people closer to the end zone. And then mm-hmm. at the end of the game, they, they pretty much sailed it for Tampa. So, I mean, yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and blame the refs uh, why I'm down, um, you know, a unit and a half already on the season because, you know, my under didn't hit and neither did my, my teaser that should have definitely hit the under 58 and a half 
plus the cow and the Cowboys plus 16 and a half. Again, yeah. no, no use crying over uh, a non, you know, OPI call. But, uh, but speaking of PI, first game we're going to be discussing Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo minus six and a half point favorites. Totals at 48 and a half. What do you like here? I'm going with Buffalo in this one, even though TJ Watt just got that huge deal with the Steelers to become the highest paid defensive player in the league. Um, I honestly like Buffalo at minus six and a half. Uh, I think Buffalo's a wagon this year, and I'm definitely hopping on that because uh, Josh, it starts with Josh Allen. He he has tons of swagger and he his players trust him. He has the confidence of no other. And I just think the chemistry he built last season with that team, it's just going to keep snowballing into something really great there in Buffalo this season. Um, but yeah, I like Buffalo minus six and a half. Uh, yep, we're going to agree on this one. Um, I do think Pittsburgh got a little better, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. You don't know about Big Ben, though. Uh, I'm, well, apparently he's in the best shape of his life, and he's never looked better. But, you know, I'll, I'll believe that when I see it. And again, I do I do believe they got better, but you know how I feel about Pittsburgh. The, the whole overrated thing, easy schedule, and I, I did nothing but root for them to lose the entire season last night. Uh, last night. Uh, last year. But yes. You said they're a wagon, and uh, I'm on that. Uh, I'm part of the Bills Mafia, and you know that's tough for me to say. You know, being a New England fan, but uh, they are they are a lot they are a lot of fun to watch. Uh, so yeah, I'm also going with Buffalo minus six and a half. And uh, we got we got the uh, the Jets in Carolina for the next game. This spread really scares me a bit. I feel like it should be much larger, but we have... Yeah, it was a little weird. I, I honestly think the spread is what it was because... I think the spread is what it is because of Zach Wilson. People kind of... With these rookie quarterbacks, you really don't know what you're going to get out of them. No, and it makes sense. Um, minus four. And then, you know, minus four for Carolina. Such and- a weird spread. That that has to be one of the weirdest spreads we, we've had the last season and this season. Yeah, it is pretty weird. Minus four, and uh, the total is uh, 45. What are you thinking here? Uh, I'm actually going with Carolina minus four. Yes, it's Zach Wilson's first game. I'm kind of high on Zach Wilson. I I like his play style. I like his attitude. Um, He he brings that factor to the team, you know, Uh, that fun factor. Uh, but it's the type of thing where it's like, you got to prove it to me a little bit first, like show me what you got week one. And then maybe I'll jump on, jump on the jets bandwagon here a little bit being like, all right, these guys are pretty legit. You know, Corey Davis, like see how he looks in the offense, rookie quarterback, see, see what he can do to make Zach look good. Um, but on the other side of the ball, you got Christian McCaffrey coming back. Um, I mean, shoot dude, who, who knows like how potent this offense is going to be. Um, and it's also Sam Donald's first game against his old team. So, I mean, I think he's going to come out guns blazing. Like, dude, look, look at what you, look at what you got rid of, you know? Um, I mean, granted, Donald really didn't have that good of coaching staff while he was in New York, probably rattled him a little bit. Um, but I honestly think between Christian McCaffrey coming back, um, Sam Darnold first game against his old team and it's opening day 
and it's in Carolina. How do you not go with the minus four? And in front of fans, and that's why I'm saying this spread scares the crap out of me. Minus four almost seems too easy, which makes me want to, like, you know, almost take the Jets. But, yeah, you said it yourself. Sam Donald's coming back. He actually has people to throw to now. Um, And McCaffrey coming back. He is going to want to, you know, be like, hey, I missed this game. Here I am, you know. He's going to be a safety blanket for him. You know, uh, play breaks down downfield, look, look for CMC. You know, yep. And uh, this total opened up at forty three, and I absolutely loved the over on this. It's now at forty five. Um, but yes, I'm also gonna go with uh, Carolina minus four. But I definitely, definitely, still, you know, I definitely still kind of like the over as well. Next, we have Jacksonville at Houston. Jacksonville minus three and a half. Road favorites now. Totals at 45 and a half. Does, uh, does Trevor Lawrence get it done? I uh, mean, you've talked a little bit here and there during the week, and I, I've said to you a couple times, I, I honestly think uh, the Texans are going to be the Detroit Lions of the league this year, or almost like how the Browns were uh, years back when they had like no wins that season. Uh, I, I honestly think um, the Texans are going to be the worst team in football this year. It's hard to say, considering two years ago they were up by three scores, blowing out the Kansas City Chiefs, um, making a run towards the Super Bowl. And if you told me then Hopkins, Watt, and Watson were not on the team, I mean, technically Watson, he's going to be like a healthy scratch of a game this year, uh, wouldn't be on the team. I would have told you that you were absolutely nuts. Uh, for this game, I honestly like the Jags minus three or the money line. Uh, I'm personally going with the Jags minus three just because I feel like they're going to absolutely blow out the Texans. I can see Lawrence throwing a couple uh, touchdowns early on, then 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 the Jags just controlling the clock, pounding the ball with Robinson. Um, I just feel like they're going to dominate the game. All right. Well, uh, it took three games, but we're going to have our first disagreement. And you said that you you feel they're going to blow them out. Um, yeah. So you're 100%. okay. So you're okay with taking the minus three and a half at even money then? Absolutely. All right. Beautiful. I'm gonna go the opposite way. I'm gonna take Houston plus three and a half minus one twenty. Uh, Tyrod Taylor's coming back, and um, you know he lost his job last year. It wasn't even his fault. You could thank the doctor for 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 giving him the 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 with the the chest thing that he did the the, the needle yeah, there oh, in, and the chest in San Diego yeah yeah the chest yeah. X-ray I think it was no not the chest X-ray he gave him a little uh oh, a, a oh, needle um, in his chest yep yep and he he like damaged some tissue or yeah he or damaged something, like something so in comes Justin <laughs> Herbert and then gets offensive uh, rookie of the year it's but, a stud but yeah so I mean. I don't know. I'm just going to take the the plus three and a half with the more experienced quarterback. Uh, Houston's going to be at home. It's going to be Trevor Lawrence's first game. I'll take I'll take the points on this one. Next game we have Arizona at Tennessee. This is another head scratcher for me. Tennessee at home minus three. Totals at fifty four. I feel like they should be favored by more. I I, I feel like minus. <laughs> I feel like I, minus I feel, three is easy money. I, I feel like the the cards this year, I really don't know how to read them just yet. Um, from last season, you know, Kyler Murray, 
seeing his progression in the NFL, uh, building that chemistry with Hopkins, the acquisition of J.J. Watt this year. Um, it should be interesting to see how they compete this year. Uh, I, I think the cards have the chance to make some noise. I really like Tennessee, though, still. I, I'm a big Ryan Tannehill fan. Um, Derrick Henry, I mean, they, they got Julio Jones in the offseason. The offense is, is going to be going to be firing on all cylinders because, I mean, you have A.J. Brown, but, like, in the meetings and stuff like that, what are they going to do? Be like, hey, focus on A.J. Brown. Uh, Julio Jones could still burn you. You know, like, you can't sleep on Julio. Julio was a top wide receiver in the league a couple years back, you know, like, yeah, he's older, maybe a little bit washed up, but can't sleep on him too much. So like with the scouting report, I feel like that that's going to help AJ Brown get open a little bit more. Cause it's like, okay, we got to focus on AJ, but you also got to focus on Julio. Um, I personally like the over in this game. The over is 52. Um, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Kyler uh, to to Hopkins. And I mean, the cards running game, their running game was good last year. They have James Conner now too. Like you, you can't sleep on the cards too much, you know? Um, and Tennessee is Tennessee, man. They, they lost Dory Jackson to the giants. Um, I, I mean, he wasn't that great for them. He had his ups and downs with Tennessee. Um, but I mean, dude, they got Julio Jones now with their offense. I just feel like is, is that much better. Um, I, I'm taking the over in this. I think it's going to be a pretty high scoring game. So the over did move to 54 right now. Still taking the over. Okay. So the over moved to 54, and both teams have great wide receivers. So, yeah, I, I do like the over. But I don't know. I'm should, Am I going to overthink this, or should I just take Arizona money line? Or, you know, I don't know. I'm going to go with Arizona plus three just because. Now on to the Chargers visiting the Washington football team. Minus one is your spread, and the total is 44 and a half. Um, I don't know. I think, I think the, the Washington football team get it done. I think it could be, you know, I think it could be a fairly high-scoring game. Both quarterbacks like to throw. Yeah. The, the over 44 and a half kind of looks a little juicy, but the only thing that worries me there is, you know, Washington has a good defense. They do. I think it's going to come down to uh, home field, and I'm going to go with Washington at minus one. I'm actually going with Washington as well, but I'm going with a different pick here. I'm going Washington money line minus 120. I agree with you 100%. Their defense scares the shit out of me. Um, I think they their defense is the biggest threat to the Giants in the division this year, um, and they worry me. So – I think they're going to cause some chaos for uh, Justin Herbert this week. And I'm going to take Washington at minus 120. Washington money line for you. I'm just going to, you know, save my nickel and uh, take Washington minus one. And, and hopefully they don't win by one because that could, you know, that could mean a victory for you. But next game, Philadelphia at Atlanta. Atlanta minus three and a half point favorites. Totals at 49. I actually don't care about this game whatsoever. I'm not going to have an official bet on it, but for show purposes, 
Uh, I'm just going to blindly pick Philadelphia plus three and a half. I think Philadelphia is absolutely trash. I think they're, they have a really good chance of coming in last place this year. Um, that's why I'm going to go with the Falcons minus three. I think Kyle Pitts is going to be a great addition to that offense for them. And I honestly think Atlanta is going to beat them, the Eagles, at least by 10. I think they're the weakest team in the division. They they have maybe one or two stars. It's like, you guys got to prove it to me to for me to actually like, be like, yeah, really like the Eagles this week, you know? Um, that's why I'm going with Atlanta minus three. Yep, spoken like a true Giants fan. You don't like anyone in that division. I get it. Um, all right, next game. Seattle at Indianapolis. Seattle minus three road favorites. And the total's at 49. Again, another game I really don't care about. But, you know, I think I'm going to go with Russell Wilson on this one. Minus three. What are you thinking? Actually going the same thing. And just to add it in there as well, I saw today uh, Carson Wentz is starting this game. Oh, Carson Wentz, poor guy, can't catch a break. Who knows until they have to put the Band-Aid back on. So uh, enjoy it while last, Colts fans. Yeah, Jesus. All right. Um, next game, Minnesota at Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, dogs in this at home. Uh, minus three is your spread totals at 47. Uh, I think I'm going to take the Vikings here at minus three and, uh, spoil Joe Burrow's homecoming party. What do you got? There's not going to be a spoil man. Since he plus one thirty-five on this one reason being you got Jamar chase, his prime target in that championship game. When Joe Burrow, uh, won the national championship, it, there's something brewing in Cincy, and it could be special. My only question mark, okay, and this is going into week one, their offensive line. Joe Burrow is going to have the same type of situation as Daniel Jones this year. The offensive line fucking sucks. He's going to have to make quick decisions on his feet, and it should be interesting. I personally think Burrow has the smarts up top to make those quick decisions. That's why I'm really not too worried about him this year compared to my QB. But um, I think, I think Cincinnati plus 135, they're going to win the home opener. Burrow coming back from the injury and uh, he has his favorite wide receiver, you know, and he's just going to pick up right where he left off. All right. That's a fair point. The line actually is at plus 140 right now. So you got yourself an extra nickel if that comes true. Yeah. I'll take that. Let's move on to the last of the one o'clock games before we take a quick break. We have San Francisco at Detroit. San Francisco minus seven and a half point road favorites. Totals at 45. Um, Jimmy G. You, I mean, you have to be playing for your. You're starting job right now with Trey Lance right up your ass. If you do not not only beat the Detroit Lions, you have to absolutely crush this spread of seven and a half. So I'm going to have a little bit of faith in uh, Jimmy G here. Minus seven and a half. Um, I'll probably look to get like a first quarter line on him too. But, uh, and I'll tweet that out at Galley Gambles. 
Um, that's I'm probably going to be on this game. So, yes. Jimmy G wants it. He needs it. Give me Jimmy G minus 7.5 at minus 120. What are you thinking, Craig? Chris, I'm actually with you on the, the first first quarter bets uh, with, with the San Francisco 49ers in this game. I don't know, man. It, it's something about this game that like Jared Goff is on the lines now, starting QB. Him and Stafford switched teams this past – or, yeah, him and Stafford switched teams this past year. Stafford went to the Rams. It's just one of those things where I feel like it's going to be a little learning curve for Jared Goff a little bit, you know. Jared Goff was in the Super Bowl, lost Super Bowl, and now he's in Detroit. You know, like one of the worst teams in the league. Jimmy G has something to prove, playing with chip on his shoulder. I mean, shit, let's see how long he could hold the job type of thing. It's almost like in Chicago. How long can Andy Dalton hold the job? Uh, I like San Francisco minus seven and a half in this game. I think the Niners are going to be something special this year. They were fighting a lot of injuries last year. Uh, Kittle being one of them. They had some running back problems in the backfield. Uh, they they lost Osa, Coleman. At the yeah, it, yeah. They did they lose Coleman at the beginning of the year last year as well. I think it was Coleman. Yeah, they they lost a bunch they, of people. They they lost they lost tons of running back. They they were Turf running toe. back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they they also um, uh, Bosa got hurt as well yep. against the Jets week two because week three they ended up playing the Giants and then. I think they had even more injuries that week and they were blaming on the freaking turf. So I, I think the Niners are going to come back uh, this year stronger than ever. Uh, here comes the four o'clock games. First game is Cleveland at Kansas city, uh, Kansas city minus five and a half point home favorites totals at 54 and a half. Um, this is a tough one. Uh, I'm not the biggest Browns fan, but I, I, I I do think this game might be a little closer than people than people think it is going to be like and and you know I think Vegas believes the same the the spread again another one that should I feel it should be a little bit a little bit you know higher than it is but uh I don't know I'm going to go with the under 54 and a half here what do you got Chris I actually have the same exact damn thing written down over here I got the under 54 and a half uh I feel like it could be a high-scoring game, maybe on one side of the ball. I don't know, man. You can't sleep on the Browns' defense. Their, their defense was pretty damn good uh, towards the end of last year. Can see his defense on the other hand, shaky. Um, but they have the offensive weapons to make up for it. So that's why I'm going with the under 54 and a half. It's a ton of points. It's a, it's just, it's it, you know, it's a ton of points. It, the under, I'm from a lot of places. Yeah, the under 54 – Seems like a pretty pretty good bet, uh, especially since the you know since, especially since the total is shaded towards the over at minus one fifteen. Give me the under fifty four and a half at minus one hundred five. And then next game, my New England Patriots facing off against division rival Miami Dolphins. Pat's minus three home favorite. Totals at forty three and a half right now. This is um, the same matchup, same week one matchup as last year. Uh, Cam Newton rushed for two touchdowns that game, and they absolutely smashed him. Well, not really smashed him. They won 21-11. to But like I said, Cam Newton had two rushing touchdowns that game. Cam Newton, no longer. We have Mac Jones taking the snaps now for the entire season, God forbid. 
I don't know what to expect from this guy. I don't. Uh, he looked decent during preseason. And part of me really thinks that plus 155 for Miami is, is an easy shot. But, you know, let's be honest. I'm going to be watching this game, and I'm going to be rooting for the Patriots. So this is just my home a bet. I'm going to take the Pats minus three. Their defense is back. Well, minus, step, you know, Gilmore. So we had the most opt-outs last year, and now, like I said, they're back. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a nice little homecoming for Mac Jones. Minus three, minus one twenty. What do you got? I personally think New England will be rocking, but I could see Miami playing upset here. I like Miami plus one fifty five. I think Tua going into year two, he uh, is really going to step it up a little bit. You know, a lot of people in the off season were doubting him. He's going to prove him wrong. Um, Miami's defense, I, I have a little bit of confidence in them. And uh, I, I really think they're going to show up and upset Mac Jones a little bit. Yeah, and like I said, I, th- I think I think there's great value on Miami money line. But like I said, I'm going to be watching the game and I'm going to be rooting for the Pats. So give me the Pats minus three. Why not? And if you win by that pick, I'll be so pissed. <laughs> but on to the next game. From my team to yours. Denver visiting the New York Giants. Giants, three-point dogs at home. Total at 41 and a half. I'll let you go first on this one. So I think to start off, this week one here. This is before even week one kickoff. I'm saying this now. Mark my word. I think the Giants under all season is going to be cash because I think the Giants defense is going to be a top five defense in the league this year with the acquisitions they made in the offseason. And I honestly think that the under for them is going to hit every single freaking week because if their defense shows up every week, balls out, they're going to hold their opponents to low points. Do I think the Giants are going to score points? Yes, I do. But they're not going to be going out there scoring Kinsey Chief points every week where you're seeing like 35 on the board. I can honestly see the Giants maybe scoring like 23 points and winning a game like 23 to 14, um, similar to that. So that's why this week I like the Giants under 41 and a half. Another good bet that you might want to tease is the Giants money line, which is also plus 135. Uh, you have Kenny Galladay playing, who was questionable all week. Uh, Kadarius Tony. He was uh, drafted with Giants' first pick in the draft this past year. He's not questionable anymore. He's a full go. Saquon, they have him at questionable. Um, he had to go through practice today. You know, they're, they're still playing it safe with him. It, from what I heard, he's going to be uh, a full go as well. The only guy who won't be out there is Evan Ingram, but they have Kyle Rudolph instead. So, I mean – you're replacing a one guy with someone who has actually better hands. So I'm actually pretty excited. Um, Chris, actually something I actually found out today, which was kind of interesting for all the fantasy football players out there as well, too. Speaking of questionable out, all that stuff, apparently they're not doing probables anymore. They're not putting at players that probable it's either questionable or out. That's oh it. Boy, I can't keep track. 
so for all fantasy owners out there, that's that that's something to keep an eye out for this season because, dude, if a guy was probable back a year or two ago, he he was a sure start. Yeah, I was saying he know? was starting. Yeah, yeah, but if he was questionable, you were looking for like a replacement because it was like, ah, shit, man, like is this guy actually gonna play? You know, um, but yeah. Yeah, back to my pick. No, I'm saying. Sorry, go uh, ahead. No, I'm saying that actually explains all the cues on my team. So yeah, yeah. No, dude, I looked at my team the other day. I'm like, shit, I got like three, four guys that are questionable. What the hell is going on? But um, but yeah, back to your pick. Sorry. It it it. One more point too. It's the day after 9/11 in New York. And the first team after 9-11 that the Giants played was the Denver Broncos. Giants under 41.5. All right. Um, I'm actually going with the Giants' money line. I, I mean, I could take them at plus three, but I'm going to go with Giants' money line, plus 140. Love it. Love it. Yeah, it pains me, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Giants plus 140. Um. Next game, we have Green Bay. I, I could say at New Orleans, but it's not going to be at New Orleans. It's nope. going to be in Jacksonville. And apparently, it's going to be in Jacksonville. Uh, and New Orleans had something to do with that. They purposely picked Jacksonville because it was going to be a tougher commute for Green Bay. So, um, having said that, uh, I almost said Jacksonville plus three and a half. It's going to be New Orleans <laughs> plus three and a half. Um, both teams on the road here. So, yeah, New Orleans plus three and a half. Totals at 49. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I have no clue. I I mean, I'm definitely not going to be betting this game. I'm yeah, just, I'm, I'm just going to touch this. Uh, I'm just going to blindly pick New Orleans money line. Why not? Uh, I'm actually. New Orleans I money have... line plus 160. So I pro I I have two written down here. I'm between two, and I'll say why. So I don't think that commute bullshit bothers any fucking team in the league. Okay, I don't care if they're commuting to Jacksonville compared to New Orleans or whatever the BS this is, dude. It doesn't affect anyone. It, it just makes you think. Okay, where's New Orleans going to make all these other teams play? Like I heard rumors like. Oh, they're going to have the Giants go down to Dallas to play. It's like, dude, the Giants fucking play well in Dallas. Like, why would you want them playing Dallas? And they play in Dallas a week before that. So it's like, it, it just doesn't make sense. I, I don't believe in that kind of shit. Um, honestly, I think Green Bay minus three and a half is a smart way to go. That being said, I think the whole Aaron Rodgers fiasco this past season is going to be like kind of like put to rest like all right it's fucking game time let's go you know like let's go out on the field Devonte, let's do our thing jones be ready in the backfield you know um shit man don't sleep on my boy tanyan from last season remember that shit so yeah i i mean green bay i think they're still lacking a little bit on defense um nola though the other bet that i had written down here was the over 49 the over 49 you can't sleep on because like me and you have mentioned to each other before off air, Jameis Winston's that quarterback, man. Yep. Last time he was a certain quarterback. I like him, man. He had the most passing yards in the league. Yep. And I actually, that's one of my prop bets this year. I actually have Jameis Winston 
you know, I took him on a fly to have the most passing yards in the league this year. So, yeah. So I honestly think Green Bay minus three and a half is the safe bet. Um, the over 49, I think that would be a nice parlay bet. Okay, so what are you going with for uh, for show purposes? Are you going to take Green Bay minus three and a half? Green Bay minus three and a half, because with everything going on with New Orleans, I, it's so sad to see them go through that crap again. I I feel like it's going to shake them a little bit. You know, you honestly don't have your home fans in front of you. You know, like you're playing on the road too, and I feel like between both teams, Green Bay is going to be like, dude, this shit don't phase us. Right. They they're going to punch them right in the mouth, type of thing. All right, I guess we shall see. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm going to just blindly take uh, New Orleans plus 160. I'm rooting for them to win. Uh, all right, so next game, Sunday night football, the 8 o'clock game, the 820 game, Chicago at the Rams. Rams minus 7.5 uh, home favorites, and we have the total at 46.5. Um, seven and a half points is a a lot of points. I do think the Rams are definitely going to win this game. My bet for this game is going to be the Rams minus four in the first half at minus one twenty. What are you thinking? Like the bet, Chris, I'm actually going Rams minus seven and a half. I'm on the same boat with you with the Rams. I don't see the bears winning many games until they start Justin Fields. Between me and you, let's hope they don't start Justin Fields until like the second to last week of the season because uh, the Giants have their first round draft pick. So I'm hoping uh, they gotcha. tank all year <laughs> long. Um, but for real purposes, though, I honestly think the Rams are just the better team right now. Um, Mooney, he was questionable today uh, to be playing on Sunday. Robinson, he's a dude. He always gets banged up during the year. It's so hard to keep him healthy and on the field. Uh, so I honestly think, uh, Rams minus seven and a half is the better bet. I think they have the better team just overall, you know, and adding Stafford at quarterback is just a huge upgrade for them in my eyes. Yeah. He's going to be, uh, great in, uh, in DFS this year. I mean, he's, he's always usually really good in DFS, but I think, um, you know, he's got people to throw to, so it's going to be a fun season for him for sure. So minus four in the first half for me at minus 120, and you're taking them full game minus seven and a half at minus 115. All right. Uh, That leads us to the last and final game, the Baltimore Ravens. These poor bastards can't catch a break. (laughs) At Las Vegas. I feel bad. Yeah. I feel bad, man. It's horrible. But, I mean, given the circumstances, the the, the line opened up at at, uh, minus four, and it's still at minus four. Not much line movement, you know, given what just happened. Um, and the total is at 50. Who do you like in this one? So I just want to start off by saying how the Baltimore Ravens literally signed 3,000-yard rushing running backs this past week. Devontae Freeman, Lev Bell, and Latavis Murray. Like, dude, it... Their backfield can be insane if at least two of these guys pan out. Right. Uh, No, I agree. It's insane. And you still have Lamar and Tyson Williams. Yep. 
think Williams might actually have the favorite over these guys because they know he is like a future guy who's going to be on the team for a while. Yeah, so and he actually knows the playbook. He's been following along, and yeah, I I could see I could see a guy like um, uh, Devonte Freeman maybe not panning out. Latavius Murray could be a guy who sticks around for a while with that team, or maybe he has a good year with Tyson Williams, and then he goes gets a contract somewhere else. Um, but I can honestly see Williams maybe taking the reins of this for all you fantasy owners out there. Maybe pick him up if he's still available. I doubt he is. Um, for this Baltimore Raiders game, opening up Las Vegas Stadium on Monday Night Football, I love it. Baltimore is really hurting right now. I think Andrews is Lamar's best target. He's always a favorite red zone target, big DFS guy. Um, I honestly think Lamar with the running back situation, it might not affect him as much as people think. But on the other hand, you got the Raiders. They're playing at home, opening up their new stadium to fans. Apparently, from what I've heard in the end zone, Chris, they actually have DJs. Like Stop DJing it. a club in the end behind the end zone, like behind the goalposts, they have clubs like oh yeah, right on the field, dude, yeah. like an open like dance floor behind yes. the end zone. So yes, like I actually did know it, about that. It just makes you think, dude. Like, what are some of these touchdown celebrations going to be this year? Oh yeah, like let me hop into the club real quick, bust a move, and hop out. Like that's pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie, um, I got the Raiders at plus one fifty five. Yep, and uh, that that money line actually moved up to plus one sixty five, and I'll take it. That, and that's no, it's a great pick because I was actually going back and forth between the Raiders plus four at home, but you know, given the injuries. But I tell you what, though, I'm I'm really I think I think I'm gonna go with the under fifty. So I was going back and forth between Raiders plus four and the under fifty. I like it's the, not a bad bet. I like the it's under n- fifty. It's not bad at all, though, because if you think about it, like. Shit, Baltimore is missing that running game. And, I mean, Vegas, it's like, all right, you got Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, you know. Like, show me a little something. uh, Henry Ruggs, too. But, like, let's see here. Like, let's see who could put up some points, you know. Um, Also, I forgot to add before stupid made Marcus Peters. He's out for the year, too. Yeah, the the cornerback, yep. And it happened on back-to-back plays, too. Back-to-back plays in practice. Awful. Oh God, man! Like I, I honestly would love to see like how it happened though. Like, was it a cut that they made? Did they lose their foot? You know, like it just makes you think a little bit. Like, was it the field they were playing on? Weather conditions? I don't know, man. It, it's crazy. Baltimore really needs to catch a break though. I honestly think Raiders plus one fifty five is a good bet though, because they're open up that stadium and man can. When I tell you, Chris, you're a hockey fan. Vegas fans love sports. Yeah. Look at the hockey team. They go absolutely fucking bananas over the hockey team. Can you imagine 85 to 90,000, whatever that stadium holds? That stadium is fucking ginormous. Can you imagine what those fans are going to be like, dude, when Waller catches like a a red zone touchdown and he like jumps into the club and starts like dancing on the dance floor? Like it's going to go absolute bananas. I'm slamming that money line. Might even throw that into a parlay. Damn. 
Yeah, you just got really loud over that. So, um, sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's totally fine. You, I'm, I'm real excited up here. No, right? it's, it's a great bet. It's, it, no, for real, it's a great bet. Like I said, I was, I was, you know, going back and forth between the the Raiders plus four and the under fifty. Uh, my show bet's gonna be on the under fifty, and and I'm with you, man. I'm probably gonna be on this game as well uh, with the with the plus one sixty five. All right, so that was our Monday night pick, and that's not going to do it for all of our picks. We have one more pick for you, and it's going to be our bankroll bet. We do have a new format, but the bankroll bet still stands, and I think it could be a nice tiebreaker you know, from week to week. So, Craig, what do you got for your bankroll bet? And now, guys, this is the bankroll bets are, are bets that we actually have money on. All, you know, all these picks we don't necessarily have money on. We're just giving you a pick for the show and for our Excel sheet. So, Craig, bankroll bet, what do you got? For my bankroll bet this week, I am going with the New York Giants plus 140. The reason why I'm going with the Giants plus 140 is because I'm going to be at the game the day after 9-11's 20th anniversary. I honestly think that place is going to be absolutely rocking. How can you not pick the Giants? I think they're going to go out and dominate the Broncos and win the game. So I'm going with Giants plus 140. Yep, uh, I have them in my show bet. But um, my bankroll bet is going to be Seattle minus a half a point in the first quarter at plus 115. I absolutely love it. I'm probably going to throw that in a parlay somewhere. Might even do a parlay with you. I mean, I like the Giants plus 140, and you know, I like the, the Seahawks minus a half a point at plus 115. If, um, if I end up doing that in a parlay... I'll uh, I'll sh- I'll show the ticket. I'll I'll show it. I'll be posting that on my Twitter at Galley Gambles. You can find my picks there. You could also find the Excel sheet there to follow along with our picks. And also, if you want to play along from week to week, send me a DM at Galley Gambles. If you want to follow Craig's picks, you can follow him at Seawix Picks. That's gonna do it for this show. Craig, do you have anything else to add? Go Giants, baby! Let's go. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. I know Mooney, he was questionable today to, um, Jesus, fucking fireworks just went off outside. You hear those fireworks? Uh, I did just hear that last one yeah. that went off. That, that yeah. was fucked. Um, I hope, oh, another firework just went off outside. Um, salute to you too.